from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Harrell. Hello and welcome to Live from America, folks. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Today is Tuesday. August 17th, year of our Lord, 2021, and you're listening to part one of Live from America today. I am your ever so humble, God-fearing and God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, and some of you know me as the hip-hop patriot. If you ever heard the song, Build the Wall, Build the Wall, 10 feet, 20 feet, you know the rest, or Drain the Swamp, or Rebirth of America... That is me. So welcome, you guys. I'm so, so blessed that all of you can join Live from America right now. We are currently suspended on our second or third YouTube account, which... uh Nobody cares. <laughs> I'll wear that like a badge of honor. So because we are suspended, I am asking all of you to fight back harder. Remember, like President Trump and Mike Lindell, when they punch us, we counterpunch harder. That means we share it to more places. We go and we share it to friends and family in messages and in emails even. We get the word out there. And you guys are some of the most action item oriented people on the planet. So God bless you all. We are live on Roku, Firestick, Rumble. You can listen to the podcast on iHeartRadio and many podcast platforms except for Anchor and Spotify. Because we've been kicked off there too. We also can't sell t-shirts on Teespring. Because we've been kicked off there too. Banned from Facebook for life, and many, many more. Yay! <laughs> Best thing that ever happened to us. Anyway, I'm going to go to the comment section right now and say hello to some uh, some people on social media. We've got Becky 80 in the house. We've got Miss Renegade is in the house. Sheila Serino is always here. Alicia Wida is in the house. P. Cool 1079 says hello from Michigan. We are college students. We are... We are we, our college students, need help. If you could reach out to Julie Walters to the Facebook Open, God bless you. Well, God bless you too. Thank you very much. Uh, Steuben1957 says, I was listening to live coverage of this in California. Uh, somebody said they watched Roku yesterday. It's going so fast I can't see everything, so I apologize. Griffin76 says, good morning, LFA family. It's sunny and hot in Georgia. Claire1964 is here as long as... Along with Punk Rock Rebel, Sharon Roth, Lauren Cole, hello, good morning to every single one of you, Jan Jan, 77, Carla Reynolds, and many, many, many more. So God bless you guys. God bless you all. Um, it's, uh, I want to make sure, oh, it says that we weren't live on Roku, but we are live on Roku now. So if you want to watch on Roku. Jump over there. I apologize for the show being late. I didn't click the button, but that's what happens when you don't have a producer. You know what I'm saying? So we got a lot to get through, guys, a lot to get through today, and I think I'm going to do something a little different. So, um, you know, I get a lot of gifts, especially being uh, that it was my birthday week. You know that I get a lot of uh, envelopes, a lot of letters, a lot of cards in the mail, and I use the beginning of the show to highlight some of you amazing people in the Life from America family. However, I think I'm going to utilize the break sections that we have, the three or four breaks that we have during the show, to highlight some of that stuff uh, in order to make sure that we get right to the show in the morning, but more importantly, that we get right to God's Word. Okay? So remember, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow, gubernatorial uh, candidate for Georgia, Candace Taylor, will be on the evening show So we want to make sure that we remember that. Friday evening, before we get to the weekend, we're going to have the best Trump impersonator I've ever heard in my life by the name of Captain Deplorable on. Still trying to set a date for uh, Brad Barton to get on here, but I'm sure he'll be on soon. And I wanted to let you know that, yes, we will be in South Carolina and in Georgia on the next leg of the Save America Freedom Tour, we're going to have people like John Fredericks in Georgia. Steve Bannon will be coming in uh, via Skype. We'll be able to answer live questions from the audience with the good old Steve Bannon from the War Room. we got people coming in uh, South Carolina as well, candidates, um, candidates for election, uh, different offices, and 
uh, state senators and representatives. But again, it is in Merle's Inlet, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina at Journey Church. We will be there August 31st from 6 to 8. September 2nd at in Cartersville, Georgia, Cartersville, Georgia at the Creekside Fellowship Church. Again, 6 to 8 p.m. Hope you guys can make it. And if you live in California, a lot of you are already getting your mail-in ballots. Remember to mark yes on the first question. Do you want to recall Governor Newsom? And then mark who you want to be governor on the second question. Okay? Make sure you mark yes because that says, yes, I want a recall Governor Gavin Newsom, whether you're a liberal, whether you're a conservative, whether you're an independent, or whether you don't know anything at all, and you keep getting these things in the mail, fill it out, mark yes, and then mark who you'd rather have as governor, okay? All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get right to the word. We're going to get right to the beautiful, beautiful word of God, the gospel. Folks, this morning I sent out a newsletter, and I, and I, um, I titled this newsletter, Own It Today, Then Ask for Mercy. Own It Today, and Then Ask for Mercy. And this is what I wrote. Good morning. Today is the day. Together, we will ask God for mercy in our country for our sins. We will do this by focusing on ourselves. Remember that song? I'm starting with the man in the mirror. I'm asking him to change his ways. Michael Jackson, remember that song? I ask you today to think of that song. Just the lyrics of that song. The man in the mirror, or the woman in the mirror. While reading the following verse. And the verse of the day today comes from Psalms 51, 1 through 4, which says, Have mercy upon me, O God, according to your loving kindness, according to the multitude of your tender mercies. Blot out my transgressions, wash me thoroughly from my iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin. For I acknowledged my transgressions, and my sin is always before me. Against you, you only have I sinned and done this evil in your sight. It isn't easy to admit wrongdoing. But that is what David is doing in the above verse. Admitting the evil he committed by committing adultery. Look yourself, looking yourself in the mirror and saying, I messed up bad and I've hurt the people I love. But more importantly, Lord, I know I have broken your heart by my actions. It's my fault, and I'm sorry. It's a very hard thing to do. It's a very difficult thing to do, if you're being honest. I want you to, do, I want you to think of anything that you are doing right now, or that you have done recently, that would upset God or make Him unhappy with you. While you read this, pinpoint that transgression and own it. Ask God to show you mercy. He is rich in mercy and he offers it to all who ask for it. Coming clean to Almighty God will only help you going forward. It will take the weight off your shoulders. Maybe you haven't been sleeping all that great lately. Maybe your temper is, uh, is short recently. Maybe you can't stop thinking about all the bad that is going on in the world and it's preventing you from laughing like you used to and engaging in activities and traditions because you don't see the point since everything else around you seems to be crumbling. Maybe you are fed up with the way our country is going and you have given up. Well, don't give up. God's wrath is pouring out on this world right now for all of our sins and from not keeping Him first place in our minds, bodies, and souls. Let's change that today, ladies and gentlemen. Let's pray together and admit our sins together and ask for mercy on ourselves, our country, fellow Christians being persecuted around the world, and our enemies who hunt them down. Remember, there is still so much good in this world. You can see it merely by walking out of your front door right now. Birds, wind, flowers, dogs, cats, trees, pretty blue skies, clouds, the sound of people getting ready for work, all of it is beautiful. People ask me how I can laugh in the face of evil. People scold me sometimes for making jokes and laughing on the show. People ask me how I can just go on family vacations and smile like the world isn't burning down everywhere we look. And my answer is because I see the beauty in every bit of God's creation every single day. 
I have been in places most have only seen on TV, and I know some true horrors. I also know the kindness, the mercy, and the beauty of God's grace in his creation. I tend to smile. I hope after reading this, you can too. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, I know a lot of what I said right there you guys are feeling. I know a lot of those feelings you're feeling. But if we don't keep our traditions alive, our kids won't know them. If we don't keep smiles on our faces, then our friends, family, and children won't smile either. Especially our children. They like to follow what we do. If we don't do the things that made us Americans and that continue to make us Americans, we will lose them forever. That's why I do what I do. And I hope, I hope, turning to the Lord, all of us together, at the same time, every day, we'll have God show mercy on our, our nation. God bless you all. Thank you very much. And now, ladies and gentlemen, let's cap that off with the Lord's Prayer before we get started with the first and foremost section of today. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Thank you all very much for everything that you do. And now, if you have not done it yet, reach down, click that rumble button, click that like sign, share this video, get it out to the world, because we're about to go off on Live from America. Who's ready for the first and foremost section? Who's ready? Raise your hand. Let me see a show of hands in the comment section on social media, because here we go. Blame Game Biden. Yep. Joe the Blame Game Biden. That's a new nickname we're going to have for him. Joe, the blame game Biden, comes back from wherever he really is for 20 minutes last night, cowardly, scurrying across the White House lawn so they didn't have to answer any questions. Giving a statement which says, Folks, folks, it isn't my fault. Folks, the Trump administration is all the Trump administration. Petrina National Depression is the Trump administration. What's that, Joe? I said it's soon announced the press of the Trump administration. It's their fault. It's their fault. It's the Afghanis' fault. It's the Pakistanis' fault. It's the Trump's fault. It's Reagan's fault. It's Carter's fault. It's everybody's fault. It's not my fault. Well, Joe Biden, I told you that if you put Trump back in that White House tomorrow, he'd have that stuff fixed by the end of the week. 72 hours. A real man. A man's man. An alpha male. A real president. Somebody who actually cares about the United States of America and somebody, somebody who's actually not compromised by China, the ones facilitating and moving the chess pieces for all of this. In bed with the WHO, in bed with the American CDC, in bed with the New World Order is China. They are the head of the serpent right now. And they have caused all this. It's not my fault. It's Trump's fault. No. It is your fault. You are the president of the United States of America. And then he goes on to say this. Well, the, the, the Trump administration had a plan to pull him out by May. And we did it later than that. And, and I just followed the, uh, the, 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 the procedures that the Trump administration had in place before me. Well, but, but why? But why did you do that? Why Beijing Biden, resident Joe Biden, uh, sniffer and thief, why? You came into office like a liberal nut job, and you set a massive record of executive orders in the first 100 days in office, almost every single one of them, to overturn Trump policies. You had no problem overturning Trump policies that did well for America. You overturned his energy policies. You overturned his patriotic policies. You overturned his policing policies. You overturned his military policies. You overturned his foreign policy. You overturned his border policy. You overturned his energy policy. Everything you did in the first 100 days was to reverse a Trump 
policy. So why did you leave this one in place? That right there is enough proof to show the world that this is your fault. You own this. Your administration does the exact same thing abroad as they do at home. Ruin everything you touch. That is what you do. That's what you do. Meanwhile, do you know what China did? As soon as Kabul was taken, as soon as Kabul, Afghanistan was taken, do you know what China did? I'll tell you what they did. I'll tell you what they did. They turned their warships, their aircraft carriers, towards Taiwan and moved them physically more closer to Taiwan. Why? Because that is their end game right now. China's endgame right now, their first step in new world order domination, is Taiwan. They were afraid of the United States interfering because of its military power, its military might, and its strength, and its determination, and its grit. No longer do they fear. No longer do they fear because of what you did in Afghanistan. Not what Trump did, what you did. You own this. Somebody said, we have no recourse against this president. Yes, we do. And the rest of this show is going to be dedicated to telling you exactly how we do that. Well, maybe not the rest of the show, but a good portion of it. So if you want people to know how we have recourse against this illegitimate sniffer and thief in our White House, then share the video. Share the video and stay tuned to more Live from America. Because exactly like I just said, he overturned every one of Trump policies. Why couldn't he overturn this one? Why couldn't he overturn this one? What was the problem here, Joe? This was done on purpose. And I'll tell you why this was done on purpose. To keep our focus off of everything else that's happening. Because Joe Biden and the Democrats just do not care. They do not care about American lives. They do not care about American sovereignty. They do not care about American independence, energy independence, strength, power. None of that. Why? Because Joe Biden is in the pocket of Xi Jinping. Because Joe Biden is in the pocket of the people of Ukraine. Because Joe Biden is in the pocket of people of South America. And frankly, Joe Biden can't even color inside the lines. The guy doesn't know what he's doing. When I say Joe Biden, I am talking about his administration. His failed, weak, feckless administration. Failed from our point of view, not from their point of view. That's the difference. That's the difference. So fill your coffee if you need to. As we take a break, we're going to go... And we're going to, I'm going to talk to some people in the, in the social media comment section. I'm going to show them some beautiful, wonderful gifts that they sent. And we're going to come back and we're going to get through what exactly we need to keep our focus on, our focuses on. And right now, I know that there's a lot going on in Afghanistan. I know that we have 10,000 Americans there. I know that there are people suffering there. I know that there are Christians serving persecution there. I know this. But we don't need to be turning 100% of our attention to that right now. Because it's really odd that all of this, plus Cuomo and everything else, is happening right after the symposium, right after more real evidence comes out of Dominion's collusion with the Democrats and China to steal an election. That is what we have to get to. We'll be right back with more Live from America right after this. Fill your coffees, folks. Fill your coffees. All right, I want to give a couple special thanks to some... I had so many presents and gifts, I, I, I can't show them all on every show because there's so many. But I want to give you a... Um, I want to give Amanda Collins right now, somebody who I love dearly, who watches this show every day. I want to give Amanda Collins a big thank you. She made a book for me, a hard, hard book, full of pictures from my Instagram, pictures I've posted. Check this out. Check that out. Pictures of the studio. Basically, screenshots of getting into this studio and doing this show. And I'm so forever grateful to Amanda Collins for this. Thank you so very much. Thank you for the letter. The letter you wrote was amazing. Thank you for the magazine. This I will cherish for the rest of my life, and I want to thank you so very much. I would also like to thank Becky Adams, because I received this beautiful, beautiful plaque from Becky Adams that says, As... For me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Joshua 24, 15. That's going up in the new studio as well. So thank you, Becky Adams, so very much for sending that. And now this is very important, folks. I told you there's a lot of young children who watch this show. I told you there's a lot of young patriots who watch this show who are going to get their patriotism from somewhere. 
And they're not going to get it from school, and they're not going to get it from most of their communities. But they get it right here on Live from America. I want to read a letter to you by a young, <coughs> a young patriot named Sage. And it's a very heartwarming letter, and then we'll get back to the news. Hey, Jeremy, I wanted to tell you that you are an amazing patriot, God-fearing and loving man with a very beautiful family. A 13-year-old is writing this. Thank you so much for telling the truth about the corrupt, liberal, democratic swamp donkeys. <laughs> Hee-haw! I also wanted to ask you a question. Well, I'll tell you something. I have been thinking about starting a channel for patriotic and Christian animations, but I don't really know if I should because I don't have very good quality equipment, and I also don't know if I should put myself out there just yet. But I'm also just 13 years old that loves America. Your show, Trump and God. And if I was to start the channel, it would be called RWB Patriotic Animations. Once again, Jeremy, thank you so much. Sincerely, Sage. And I want to tell you something. This is what... Check this out. This is a drawing that she did. A picture of me. Skinny. That's how I can tell it's just a drawing. <laughs> but this is awesome. Thank you, Sage. And let me give you some advice. I would not put yourself out there right now just like that. I would continue learning. I would continue watching. I would continue researching. You're not quite 18 years old yet, and there's a lot of people out there that want to do us harm. There's a lot of people out there that I have to look. I, I can't go anywhere anymore these days without looking everywhere around me. I can't go anywhere without, without thinking that somebody's going to come up and try to stick me with something, stab me, beat me up, do something. So I would say, uh, talk to your parents about it, and you guys make the best decision that you can for your family. But I would say, no, do not put yourself out there like that. Wait until you're ready, pray on it, and God will give you that timing, okay? But just continue, continue to research, continue to watch, continue to get involved at, at, at a uh, level that a 13-year-old should get involved, and keep in touch, because it may be next year, it may be tomorrow, it may be five years from now. But I believe you have a bright future in this patriot movement. Okay? Thank you. All right, back here from, for more Live from America. I have such a good time when I get into the, um, when I get into the comments uh, uh, with people and talk to people. But i got to get right back to it. I, 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 left, I left on Biden owning this and pointing the finger at everybody and then just leaving back to Camp David, scurrying along the way. i got to get out of here. i got to get out of here. Oh, i got to get out of here. Okay? Now, here's some tough truth for you. Are you ready for this? Can you handle this? You better slurp your coffee. You ready? I'm about to go nuclear on you. All right? Here we go. Let's stop calling this. Let's stop calling on a known plagiarist, a known pedophile, and an election fraud thief illegally occupying our White House to resign. Why am I saying that? Why am I saying let's stop calling on him to resign? Well, I'm going to tell you why. If this Republican Party spent half their energy, time, and resources, and interviews on TV forcing, forcing, and focusing on the election fraud that happened on November 3rd, if they spent half the energy and time and resources and in their interviews focusing and forcing election fraud audits as they do begging a, a begging a cheater to quit, then we would be much closer to exposing the crimes of the swamp. You really think that you're going to get somebody who illegally took the White House to quit? You really think that getting on TV, Kevin McCarthy... You really think Lindsey Graham getting on TV and saying, oh, this is despicable, this is despicable, and I call on President uh, Biden uh, to resign immediately over his handling of Afghanistan. Number one, they did exactly what they set out to do. Number two, do you think that calling on him to resign is going to get him to just say, hey, you know what, why, 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 why don't I just quit? It's not going to get him to quit, so just stop. Stop utilizing your time that you get on Sean Hannity, Tucker Carlson, Laura Ingram, or wherever else that you decide to make an appearance to better yourself or to further your career or to get on there and whine about the same old tired Republican crybaby crap. If you just stop doing that and spend more time pointing your finger towards the symposium, pointing your finger towards the election fraud that happened in 2020 on November 3rd, why don't you do that? 
Why don't you spend your time doing that rather than coming on and begging somebody who already stole the White House to quit? He's not going to quit. Lindsey Graham, stop being stupid. Kevin McHoward, stop being stupid. Stop going on TV and saying the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. Same talking points from one Republican to another. Instead, why don't you turn the tides and turn the focus on the one thing that could rectify all of this. The one recourse we do have, and that is getting these states to do their forensic audits so that we can get to the bottom of what happened on November 3rd, so that we can expose the crimes of the Biden administration, so that we can expose the crimes of the swamp in the deep state, so that we can make sure that this never, ever, ever happened again. And stop calling it Biden's Saigon. You want to know why? Because when you call it Biden's Saigon, you know what that does? It takes the attention off of Afghanistan and makes people who don't know what Saigon is, don't know what happened in Vietnam, to go Google that, and then they start reading that story when that's the last story they should be reading right now. They should be focusing on Afghanistan. This is not Biden's Saigon. This is Biden's Afghanistan. Call it what it is. You have to understand that words matter, and the Republican rhinos are just as good at giving you talking points to go out there and spew to your friends, family, and co-workers that don't even matter. This is Biden Saigon. This is Biden Saigon. This is Biden Saigon. Did you know that this is Biden Saigon? Hey, this is very reminiscent of Saigon, and this is Biden Saigon. This will be his legacy. No, no, no. This is Biden's Afghanistan. That's what this is. Call it what it is. This is Biden's Afghanistan. And until we can focus on the root of the problem, we are never going to be able to give a proper diagnostic analysis to how we come up with a strategy to win. You tired Republican Party. I'm sorry I'm fired up, but I am sick and tired of the same old stuff. I'm sick and tired of the same old talking points. I'm sick and tired of the same old sounding Republicans on every TV station saying the same thing over and over again, but not saying what they need to be what needs to be said. This is not Biden's Saigon. This is Biden's Afghanistan. Call it what it is. Stop being cowards. You want to know what the world thinks of us right now? Sky News. Sky News in the UK. One of the wor- just as bad as CNN, if you ask me. I'm going to tell you what Sky News thinks of us. Check this out. Yeah, look, just before we go, this Afghan sur- Afghanistan surrender will have enormous ramifications. We now face a more unsafe world with the militant Islamist Taliban more emboldened than ever. And there are concerns amongst many in the US security establishment that the world will once again see a rise of terrorist attacks. On July 8th this year, Biden was asked whether the withdrawal of troops would be similar to that of what we saw in Vietnam. He replied in his usual incoherent way, these exact words, none whatsoever, zero... The Taliban is not the South, the North, Vietnamese Army. They're not, they're not remotely comparable in terms of capability. There's going to be no circumstance where you see people being airlifted off the roof of an embassy that, of the United States from Afghanistan. Can't even string a bloody sentence together. Biden is utterly unfit to be the President of the United States. And it blows my mind how world leaders like Scott Morrison and Boris Johnson suck up to such an intellectually bereft individual. The last word must go to the Wall Street Journal editorial board. President Biden's statement on Saturday, they say, washing his hands of Afghanistan deserves to go down. It's one of the most shameful in history by a commander-in-chief at such a moment of American retreat. It went on. As the Taliban closed in on Kabul, Mr Biden sent a confirmation of US abandonment that absolved himself of responsibility, deflected blame to his predecessor and more or less invited the Taliban to take over the country. This is the Wall Street Journal editorial board, not Alan Jones. It went on. Worst of all is the plight of the Afghans who assisted the US over two decades. Biden said on Saturday that the 5,000 US troops he's sending will help in evacuating Afghans and Americans. But it says there are thousands of translators, their families and other officials who are in peril from Taliban rule and didn't get out in time. It goes on. The Biden administration was far too slow to get them out of the country despite urgent warnings. The murder of these innocents will compound the stain on the Biden presidency. They ended by describing this as, quote, the worst US humiliation since the fall of Saigon in 1975. 
I'm tired. All right. Now, again, so I'm sorry. I said the UK, obviously Australia. Alan Jones, Australia. And Australia's got enough of its own problems. But that is what the world thinks of us. So imagine what we're going through right here. But again, you don't think all of this has to happen for us to expose these people? You don't think that God has got everything in place where it's supposed to be? Folks. Folks, folks. God has got it where it's supposed to be. What we're going through, we're supposed to go through. What we're seeing, we have to see in order to diagnose the problem and get to the root of the problem and get it out like cancer. That's what I'm talking about. We have almost 8,000 people for the first time on Rumble. Let's see if we can break that. Let's see if you guys can help out. Before we go to another break, let's even see what even CNN, I mean, not CNN, excuse me, um, uh, NBC, we, we, we showed you what CNN thinks about Biden yesterday, and they're not even happy, okay? But let's go to NBC and see what even they are saying about us. Remember, uh, what was her name? Um, uh, Savannah Guthrie? I think her name was Savannah Guthrie. Remember when she interviewed President Trump and she was real snotty and, 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 and rude? Well, she said something. Let's see if we can bring that up here. Yeah, there it is, right there. Check this out. I thought this was rather interesting. Because now you're even having the, the media that loves Biden sick of him. Check this out. How do you explain getting this so wrong? Well, first, Savannah, to be fair, the helicopter has been the mode of transport from our embassy to the airport for the last 20 years. But you know the larger that is, point. That is, it's not the helicopter. It's not the mechanism. Forth, so no, no. It's to, the last-minute scramble. You know that. It's the last-minute scramble boom. when the assurances from the president himself were, this was not what we were going to see. The reason that there are U.S. forces at the airport effectuating a successful drawdown of our embassy, uh, securing the airport to be able to get other people out, is because the president pre-positioned those forces, <laughs> thousands of them in the Gulf so they could be moved in rapidly in the event that there was a rapid collapse. Oh, what's a matter? Oh. What's a matter? What's a matter, everybody? Changing your tune? Changing your tune real fast, huh? You got CNN and MSNBC changing their tune on Biden? He's not their knight in shining armor anymore? He's not their fumbler stumbler bumbler and thief anymore oh what happened what happened the world can't stand him the media can't stand him nobody voted for him the people of the united states can't stand him and sooner or later we're going to get to the bottom of what happened on november 3rd how do we stop this from going forward we fight harder in getting those 50 states that were at mike lindell's symposium to do forensic audits. That is how we stop this, and we do it at an alarming rate. We already have the blueprint from Arizona, thank God. So now we just got to get the others to get moving. That's our job. That's our job to make sure that they get moving. And we'll do it, folks. Trust me, we will do it. We will move heaven and earth. We will do whatever we got to do to make sure that all 50 states do, do their job. And that is... Do a forensic audit. Because without focusing on November 3rd, the rest is just a moot point. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter until we can show the fraud that was perpetrated on this country. Once we can do that, well, then we'll be in a lot better position than we are right now. And once we get the rest of our uh, brothers and sisters who have TV shows to start talking about it and stop being afraid to talk about it on their, on their stations, that's what we do. That's what we do. Let's give the station some love, and we'll be right back with more Live from America right after this. Woo-hoo-hoo, I'm heated. Hey, War Room Posse. Real America's voice and the War Room's voice just got louder. Look, we're rolling out throughout the country because of this grassroots movement and support that you give us. The fight against the corporate interests, the extreme left, the woke media, the woke corporations, Wall Street, is only going to get tougher and more meaningful. You now can see us on your local TV stations. Check out locally where you can get Real America's Voice in the War Room. Check it out. Real America's Voice in the War Room coming to a TV station near you. Lee. Okay, we're back in live from America in the comment section. I saw somebody say, what would it matter if we get all these forensic audits done? They've already said they won't overturn it. Who said that? Who said they won't overturn it? you got to think of it. Consider the source, number one. Fraud vitiates everything. Supreme Court, we don't, even need, we don't even need to rely on the Supreme Court at this point. All we need to rely on is state legislatures and attorney generals. 
and governors. And we have more red governors, more red state legislatures, and more red attorney generals than the Democrats have blue. That's how we win. The people win. The people overturn it. Is there a process? Yes. But we need to continue to focus on that. Somebody else said in the comments um, that it takes too long. Forensic audits take too long. That They take too long in their current capacity. They take too long with their current budgets. But if we, the people, band together resources, money, time, efforts, donating our time, getting involved, it goes a lot faster. We need manpower. Don't let the liberals hear me saying that because they'll say that I'm a sexist for not saying woman power. And speaking of woman power, let's go ahead and give the Smarty Award of the day today, okay? Cue that drum roll. August 17th, Smarty Award today, live from America. It's going to go to somebody who's fighting without saying no, without, without even caring about the uphill battle. And we just broke 8,000 on Rumble. God bless you. Keep on sharing if you're new into the show. Let's talk about Wendy Rogers for a minute. This is how we focus on election fraud, ladies and gentlemen. Another amazing thing coming out of Arizona and another, maz- and another amazing thing as a result of Mike Lindell's symposium. When you guys buy stuff from Mike Lindell, I don't care. Buy all 113 products if you've only got two, buy three. If you only got three, buy six. Because when you do this, this stuff comes out of it. Guess what happened? Wendy Rogers has now co-founded a 50-state election integrity caucus. A 50 50- State Election Integrity Caucus. Let's go to her tweet, shall we? It says, I am one of the founding members of the newly formed Election Integrity Caucus that consists of legislators legislators from all 50 states. Reminds me of the Continental Congress, she says. We will meet regularly and we will talk regularly to implement the securing of our elections audit all 50 states and then she goes and puts a picture up and as you can see in this scrolling picture you can see up members of the election integrity caucus that's how we win guys that's the kind of stuff that we need to do to win we just need to do it at a faster rate and we can do that now that we have the blueprint thank you to arizona we can do that now that we have a blueprint thank you to the people who have already given their time money effort and resources that's how we win That is how we overturn this crap that's going on right now. Now, speaking on overturning this crap that's going on right now, and speaking on how you can get involved, let me play for you a quick video from our friend and one of the biggest fighters in D.C. today, Miss Marjorie Taylor Greene, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene. Check out this ad, and then we'll talk about it. Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, and I approve this message so that you know the facts. 19 cowardly Senate Republicans joined Chuck Schumer and the Senate Democrats to pass a so-called infrastructure bill that's really the first step in Biden's communization of America. Now it goes to the House where Republicans need to stay united and stop this bill. Now Democrats are tying this to the $3.5 trillion budget full of woke identity politics and AOC's pro-China Green New Deal. These America last bills will usher in amnesty for illegals, higher taxes, skyrocketing inflation, and destroy American energy independence. It's all a lie. The infrastructure bill just isn't infrastructure, and the budget passes the Green New Deal. It's time for Republicans to stay united, stand strong, and vote no. All right. Great, great message from Marjorie Taylor Greene. Let me give you a little bit of uh, insight of what she's talking about. Pelosi has called back the House to vote on two bills, and really this $1.2 trillion, quote, infrastructure, which is anything but infrastructure. Nancy Pelosi has called them back, okay? Here's a number I want you to take down. Are you ready for this? Grab a pen. Grab a pencil. If you don't have that, grab your phone. Whatever you got to do to take this number down, take this number down. 202-224-3121. Again, that's 202-224-3121. That is the congressional switchboard. It will take you to any member of Congress that you need to talk to from any state. My suggestion, go to, go to get a list and just go through them. 
Just go through them. Take take two days, three days if you have to, to do this because we need every single Republican present at this vote, and we need every single Republican, not only present, but to vote no on the anything but infrastructure bill and the budget bill. See, Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats have figured out a way to fit both of these bills into one vote, the budget bill and the infrastructure bill. If they pass the budget bill and the infrastructure bill, all that it is is a door, is a gateway to the $3.5 trillion Green New Deal. And what comes with that, ladies and gentlemen, is basically jobs for Antifa. What do you mean, Jeremy? Jobs for Antifa. Well, I can tell you what I mean. That means that they're going to market this to people like Antifa and BLM to get out there and be their soldiers on the street to write you a ticket for extra emissions that you shouldn't be using. Cars, whatever it is that you're using. They're going to come and write you tickets. That's in the Green New Deal. What else in the Green New Deal is amnesty. Billions and billions of dollars for people coming from Afghanistan even right now. It's so crazy, folks, but we need every single Republican united in this vote, and we have a chance on stopping it. If we get every single Republican united in this vote, in the House, we have a chance on stopping it. That means they all have to be present. Call your representatives using that switchboard if you have to, and and tell them to vote no, vote no, or they're going to be primaried out. They're going to be primaried out, and they'll just be a thing of the past. That's what we need to focus on, folks. That's the kind of stuff that we need to focus on, okay? Those are the kind of fights that they're trying to keep us away from with this Afghanistan stuff. The November 3rd election and the massive takeover of our country from Democrats. Those two major things they're keeping your focus off of today so that you can tune into Fox News, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, CNN, all of them, Newsmax, OAN. I guarantee you go to any of them right now they're talking about Afghanistan. Try it. Go to any one of those stations right now, and I guarantee you they're talking about Afghanistan. Mission accomplished. That's exactly what they do. Mission accomplished. So, I need a, I need a, I need a coffee. All right, we're going to go ahead and give the Dumb Dumb Award of the day today, so let's cue that dummy music, shall we? And this Dumb Dumb Award is going to go right into that swamp donkey bucket. And let me bring up for you guys a real, well, a pair of Dumb Dumbs, really. This is Dumb and Dumber here having a conversation. But who we were giving the Dumb Dumb Award to, technically, is Surgeon General, current Surgeon General, illegitimate under the Biden administration, Vivek Murphy. Vivek Murphy. That's how you say his name. This is a conversation between Vivek Murphy and 35-year-old, looking like 65-year-old, Brian Stelter, listen to what he says about your freedoms and what you do and don't have the right to do. Check this out. Journalists and the media have an incredibly important role and responsibility in preventing the spread of misinformation. While we all have the right to make our own choices, we don't have the right to irresponsibly spread misinformation. And look, I believe in my conversations with uh, media outlets that this doesn't have to be uh, a partisan issue. I've uh, has had many conversations with... Let's go back and hear what he said again. ...in preventing the spread of misinformation. While we all have the right to make our own choices, we don't have the right to irresponsibly spread misinformation. Well, um, first of all, first of all, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that ridiculous, dumb statement that he just made. He says that we don't have the right to spread misinformation. You mean, as the CDC and the Biden administration have done more than anybody in the past few months... They've spread more information, misinformation than anybody. Masks, no masks. Masks again, no masks. Remember the famous, um, the infamous speech by Biden that he mumbled through? Folks, if you just get vaccinated, then you won't have to wear a mask. You don't have to social distance. You can do anything. You won't catch the disease and you won't pass it. Uh, er, back up the, uh, the misinformation truck. Beep, beep. Let's circle back to that real quick because that was a lie. All they do is spread misinformation. If the fact checkers were real, they could go back. You know how they proact or they how they retroactively go back and find stuff that you posted a year ago and then they ban you for it? They retroactively go back and find something that you posted six months ago and they suspend you for it? If the fact checkers were real, then they would retroactively go back on the White House posts and they would suspend them for the same things. They would suspend them because everything that they say is misinformation. 
That's number one. And number two, I have the right to spread any, any information that I want. It's called freedom of speech, numbnuts. Look it up. If you don't have a constitution, I keep one handy at all times. I'd be glad. I'd be glad to let you borrow one. People don't have the right to spread misinformation. Actually, people have the right to spread anything they want. Especially in California where they can spread AIDS and get away with it. They don't have the right to spread misinformation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, we definitely do have the right to spread any information that we want. It's up to people whether they listen to that information or whether they don't listen to that information. See what I'm saying? Take a quick break. I want to go to social media and talk to some folks about this, about all this misinformation that's been spread. We'll be back, right back with more Live from America right after this. Roxanne says, tell him to stop spreading his misinformation. Vicky65 says, free speech. Exactly. Lee says, man, I wish you were on all day, Jeremy. <laughs> yeah, so do I. So do I. Uh, Sinbun says, sorry, we get the information from them, Dingleberry. <laughs> So who is spreading the misinformation? I like that. I like that. Um, have you tried Ancestry? Oh, that must be some somebody talking about. It's called Buyer Beware. Exactly. It's you know what? Me and my family went uh, went away for this weekend, and everywhere we went, they said if you come to this location and you get COVID, it's not our fault. Come in at your own risk. Boom. That's exactly how it should be. That's exactly how it should have been from the very beginning. It's exactly how it should have been. Rival78 says, I love getting banned. So do I. And Kathy said, Jeremy said, numb nuts. <laughs> All right, let's get back to the show. Back with more Live from America. Man, do I love the comment section. Let's talk about fighting back. We've been talking this whole show about fighting back, right? About how important it is to fight back. Let's talk about fighting back for a minute, shall we? We've already seen that high up... Um, Ranking officials in the Marines have already said no to the mandatory vaccines. Their Marines are not getting mandatory vaccines. We've already seen pushback from the from the Marines. Now we're seeing pushback from the Navy, ladies and gentlemen. Now we're seeing pushback from the United States Navy when it comes to these vaccines. Check this out. Check it out. Commander J.H. Furman of the United States Navy has sent a memorandum to the Pentagon and the White House telling them that if they move forward with forced vaccinations, then it will compromise national security. Do you agree with that? This is what we've needed for a long time, folks. We've needed our, our, our top-ranking officials in the military to say enough is enough. You have other world leaders laughing at us. You have other world news uh, organizations laughing at us. You have our own news organizations now turning on Biden and laughing at us. The next step, ladies and gentlemen, is to get the military involved, and I think we're on the right step forward with that. Because Commander J.H. Furman, let me read to you his exact quotes. The forced vaccination of all military personnel with the present COVID-19 vaccines may compromise United States national security due to the unknown extent of serious vaccine complications. Further study is needed before committing the total force to one irreversible experimental group. Amen, sir. Initial reports leave more concern for the COVID-19 vaccinations than the virus itself for the at-present exceptionally healthy military population. That's the kind of rhetoric I want to see coming from our generals. That's the kind of rhetoric I want to see coming from our commanders, our colonels. Those are the kinds of statements that they need to overwhelmingly send to the Pentagon and the White House and kick pushback and say, no, who's going to force my men and women that serve under me to do it if I don't? Are you going to force them? Because the minute the Pentagon starts coming after one section, one branch of the military, you're going to see all of them come together like a fist. You're going to see all branches of the military come together for one fist and punch back. And that's what we need to do. Again, all of this bad stuff is happening for a reason. And it's to rip that band-aid off. Terry Lynn says we need to stop calling them vaccinations. I get it. Give me another name then. Give me another name. I'm just calling them that because that's what they're calling them. 
I don't believe in vaccinations, period. So, I know they're not real vaccinations. I get it. I get it. But big shout out to J.H. Furman for that. Now, here's some more craziness that's going on around the world about this ridiculous, fake, overblown sickness that we call COVID-19. Tony Fauci, Tony Fauci virus. Um, New Zealand is now shutting down their entire country. New Zealand is now gone the way of Australia as the next country to submit to the New World Order, which Australia has already self-admitted that they are. Australian officials have already said the words, this is the New World Order. I'm not just saying that because of what they're doing. I'm saying that because that's what they said. And now New Zealand is shutting down their entire country. Why? Because seven people died. Because seven people died in the last couple days. They're shutting down their entire country. I'm going to play for you a video real quick. Talking about that. And do not congregate. Here we go. Stay local and do not congregate. Don't talk to your neighbors. Please keep to your bubbles. It comes down again to those very simple principles. We know from overseas uh, cases of the Delta variant that it can be spread by people simply walking past one another. So keep those movements outside to the bare minimum. Wear a mask and make sure you keep up that physical distancing. Pass. Stay local and do not congregate. Don't talk to your neighbors. Please keep Don't your talk to your neighbors. Don't congregate. Up. Don't be together. Don't go outside. Don't walk. Don't talk. Don't breathe. Don't do anything. Self-admitted New World Order. This is the second stage of it, folks. This is the second stage of it. Poor New Zealand. The fall of New Zealand, huh? They're, going, they're following the same old tired narrative. They want you to get fully vaccinated, but yet you're still locked down. Because why? Because the vaccinations don't work. The vaccinations just don't work, period. It is what it is. I'll say it. The vaccinations do not work. If anything, they harm you more. They harm you more by the protein spikes and all of the all of the sickness that it's causing, the weakness that it's causing. And for those who have taken it and are still fine, I pray to God, and I do every day, that you're fine in three years. I pray to God that you are just as fine in three years. Delta virus. They don't even have a way to, to, to test for it. Come on. But they're going to lock down New Zealand just like they did Australia. <laughs> Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Let me read to you what's going on in Australia right now with forced vaccinations. This is what they want to do. The military wants to force vaccinate people, and they're setting the seeds for that right now. Check this out. This is from the military in Australia. We're not at the point where we need to be going door to door to force vaccinations yet. That's what he said. We're not at that point where we need entire suburbs to come out and get tested. If we get to that stage, then we won't hesitate. I think we've shown. What? If we get to that stage, then we won't hesitate. I think we've shown. In fact, I know we've shown that we're prepared to do what has to be done, popular or otherwise. This is a difficult conversation to have with people now in an almost threatening tone when people who want to get vaccinated can't because we don't have enough stuff. There will come a time, though, when I think restrictions will apply to those who have not been vaccinated rather than restrictions applying to all of us. Segregation leading to forced vaccinations, which he said is not off the table, and which he said they will and can do. Ladies and gentlemen, the only thing that's going to stop that here in America is a little thing that we call the Second Amendment which Australia doesn't have anymore, Canada doesn't have anymore, and anybody who's ever given their guns up does not have the right to protect themselves like we do. That's a sad state of affairs for New Zealand and Australia, and my heart goes out to everybody who lives there. Unbelievable. Let's take one more break. We're going to highlight patriotfoods.com. We'll be right back with more Live from America right after this. The majority. Huh, well, nope, doesn't want to work. I do want to tell you a little bit about PatriotFoods.com, though. I talked to these guys, and I'm going to help them. I'm going to help them because what they want to do is they want to start only made-in-America stores, produce, 
And they want brick-and-mortar stores all over the United States to give people jobs without forcing the vaccination on them, without forcing masks on them. And he's going to get together with Mike Lindell, and they're going to put brick-and-mortar stores up all over the country that only sell fresh farmer produce that you'll be able to take your cell phone, scan the QR code, and you'll be able to know exactly what state that came from, exactly what farm that came from, and who the farmers are that actually gave that produce to, or sold that produce to these stores. That's what the guy from PatriotFoods.com wants to do. So I'm going to bring him on as a guest next week, and we're going to talk about that, okay? We're going to talk about that because if we're going to fight back and we're going to make sure that this country is great again, we can't, we, we can't always be on the uh, defense. We've got to be on the offense as well. So we'll talk more about that in the future, and uh, I promise it's going to be a big thing, and that's what we've been needing to do for a long time in this country. It's what the liberals have done forever, and that's what we need to do as well. Okay, I want to read to you a story that was sent to me by Lori Cromwell. Lori Cromwell, I got to meet on the last Save America Freedom Tour while we were in Ottawa, Illinois. And I want you to um, listen to what she said here. She says, hey, Jeremy, met you in Ottawa. Have a story about our um, HS220 in Burbank. Told me my unvaccinated daughter, this is a high school, told me that my unvaccinated daughter can't start school Tuesday 17th because a cheerleader she was around last Thursday tested positive and only vax kids can return. She must stay home for 10 days. She is special ed. And they said that the nurse will call us, but they have no help set up to homeschool during this. This is total BS. Vaxed, vaccinated people can get and spread it too. So why are only unvaccinated children getting kicked out? Plus the CDC says that you are contagious two days before symptoms. So when, when did this girl really get COVID that she, that she just tested positive for? It was five days ago. My kid was, e- was even in the same room. Seems like an attack on the unvaccinated. <clears throat> I didn't really understand a couple things there. I think she kind of was typing quickly. Long story short here, folks, we already know that unvaccinated people can get it and transmit it. They're doing it at a higher rate now than some vac- than some um, unvaccinated people. Vaccinated people are passing it at a, high, at a higher rate in some parts of the country and the world than unvaccinated people. But yet they're segregating. Again, we have to fight back. School boards, lawyers, loud mouths, and courage. That's what it takes. This is a... This is... A lot of people have been asking me about the religious exemption that's on my page. It is a Word document. I am working right now to get ones that are already done for Protestants, for Baptists, for all different denominations. But it is a Word document, meaning that you can take that Word document and you can change the wording of that how you see fit. Getting together with your pastor and making sure that it's a proper document for you to have a religious exemption. They cannot deny you with a religious exemption. You just have to go through the process. Just have to go through the process, folks. It stinks. It's not the way we all want to live. But if that's how you got to do it, then that's how you got to do it. So go to jeremyharrell.com and download that religious exemption for yourself. Read it. Read through it carefully. And if you have to change anything on it, get together with your pastor, the people in your church, and do so, okay? Jeremy, I meant to ask you what we do with the exemption once we enter our info. You take it to your boss. You take it to your boss with an attorney. Pay an attorney an hour fee and take that with your attorney to your boss. That's what I would do. That's what I would do. Somebody said, I'm tech challenged. I get that. That's why I'm trying to get other ones up there for you to download. And I apologize. I only have that one up there for now. I'm, I'm like a chicken with my head cut off lately, trying to juggle a lot of things. Plus, you know, I'm going to sign the lease for the new studio today and talking with, the, with, the, with our RAV and many others to try to really pull together a, a strategic fight here moving forward. So I'll get on that as soon as I possibly can for you, okay? All right, guys, that's going to do it. For today's Live from America, I really want to thank you guys for helping me get this vi- this show over a thousand or over eight thousand, excuse me, over eight thousand live viewers. Talk about incredible! Over eight thousand live viewers on Rumble alone today, and that does not include digital TV and podcasts. So thank you all. And if you like what you see here today, if you like the show, if you're new to the show, please visit jeremyherald.com. It's scrolling at the bottom of the screen here. Sign up for the morning newsletter. If you can, become a monthly donor, $1, 2 5 $10, whatever you can afford. It helps fight the good fight. 
And if you go to Mike Lindell or PatriotFoods.com, you can put in the promo code LFA and get major deals. So God bless you guys. Remember, there are right ways and there are wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out and keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God. And no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. And by the way, Rival Design said that you can get the Nobody Cares button from them. And if you go to their website, I can't see exactly what she said. But if you go to <laughs> Rival's, uh, uh, Rival's website...